I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I hope you're sitting down. Here is the question. How does a 32-year-old gorgeous female prison guard digress into a sex relationship with a, quote, depraved double murderer? There's so many layers to that onion. I hardly know where to start. So I'll just start with a butcher knife like I do in the kitchen. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. First of all, take a listen to Tyler Hunt at Crime Online. Lauren McIntyre is a 32-year-old mother of three, two four-month-old twins and a five-year-old. She's also an avid runner, which helps her stay fit for her physically demanding job. She supports her family as a prison guard at a men's facility that houses around a 1,000 inmates. Records show that 98% of prisoners held there are sex offenders. Wow. What a bunch. And I thought I had it bad when I go into the courthouse full of defendants waiting for trial. 98% of the people of the 1,000 inmates are sex offenders. Again, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us. Let me introduce to you an all-star panel. First of all, judge and trial lawyer, Court TV anchor, Ashley Wilcott at ashleywilcott.com. Renowned psychiatrist joining us out of the Atlanta area, Dr. Angela Arnold at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Former cop turned PI, Robert Crispin, Crispin Special Investigations at CrispinsInvestigations.com. Special guest joining us today, Percy Pitzer, Federal Warden, 30-year career in corrections at ccefscholarships.org. But first, to Ray Caputo joining us, lead news anchor, WDBO. Ray, it's really hard for me to take it in, especially as I am a mother of twins, and I can't think of anything I would willingly do to jeopardize my 100% custody of the twins because if I started an affair that ended my marriage, you know, my husband, David, he wouldn't be happy with weekend visits with John, David and Lucy. Oh, H E L L N O. He would at least want 50% of the time 
And I would at least want 50% of the time that would be the war between the gods. So let's just don't even go there. All right. Why would this woman jeopardize a life with her children? I, I, I don't understand that. Just, you know what, Ray? Start at the beginning. What happened? Uh, this happened at the, the Isle of Wight. Uh, it's a prison. And what happened was there was a prison guard named Lauren McIntyre. And at some point, she starts to get a little close after an investigation to one of the inmates there, a guy named Andrew Roberts. He was okay, a wait. How do you, quote, get a little close to a depraved double killer? Depraved, their words, not mine and, quote, sanction him to beat up her fellow officer while he's serving two life prison sentences for strangling his girlfriend and her eight-month-old daughter. I mean, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ray Caputo, I thought I needed to go to you first to get some more facts, but right there, I know it. You know it. Everybody in the studio knows it. I need a shrink and pronto. Dr. Angela Arnold. Hey, Nancy. Why would you risk 50% custody of your children to have sex with a depraved killer? Good God. Nancy, why would you work at a place like that? Hey, 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 hey. Wait a minute, little lady. (laughs) I've been in many a jail and worked with depraved killers trying to put him in jail my whole legal career. Why would you work there? A, it's a job. B, maybe you like making sure people stay in jail. I do. So, you know, what I'm talking about is, I mean, you could say that about any lady cop. You know what? That's sexist, Dr. Angela Arnold. I'm on you. You know what, Nancy? The reason I say that is because first, I'm trying to think about what is behind, what what was this woman thinking before she even started doing any of this, okay? And um, there there are lots of places where you can work, but she especially put herself in a place where 99% of the people are sex offenders. Yes, she did. So I'm yes, wondering. I'm wondering what in the in the very first place what possessed her to go work in a place like that. Now I believe that the reason that she's able to do something like this and go work in a place like this, she had she is personality disordered. Okay. She okay. So you're a, basing that on basically nothing. No, no. I'm basing it on what she did while she was at the facility. Well, wait a minute. Wait, well, hold hold on. Ashley Wilcott, uh, judge, trial lawyer, anchor at Court TV. That argument that Dr. Angela Arnold just made. Now, granted, she's a psychiatrist. We're just trial lawyers. She's the MD. We're just JDs, right? But that argument could be made about anybody that has an affair in their marriage, which is at least half the people in America, okay? Uh, Divorces. uh, It doesn't even have to be an affair. We've got about a 50-plus percent divorce rate, right? So somebody does something in that relationship that brings on a divorce, regardless of what it is. So with Angela Arnold's reasoning, everybody that slips up in the marriage is mentally unstable. And I don't believe that. I don't agree with that either, because 
listen, everybody is going to make a mistake. Everybody's going to sin. Everybody's going to do something they shouldn't in a marriage. That's going to happen at some point, whether it's, you know, um, my husband screaming at me because I may have accidentally locked my keys in the car or whether it's something more egregious like an affair, whatever it is. Well, also, though, Ashley, Ashley, one time <laughs> locking your keys in your car or, or maybe all the time, <laughs> I knew uh, Mr. Glasses glass phone number by heart in law school i was always carrying so many books and so much stuff in my keys but all i did it many times i knew their number by heart that was before cell phones too i had to go find a phone a phone or whatever phone to call mr glass or dr glass or whoever he was so making a mistake is a lot different than let me just say my first choice of words is not allowed a sex affair with a convicted killer and you do yeah, it over yeah, no, and over and over again. That's not a slip up, huh? No, it's very different. But I'm just saying in marriages, there can always be things that cause problems and lead to divorces. This is very different to your point. This is very different. But I also have to comment on where she works. I, You know, people have to work to pay bills and in some communities yeah dr arnold not everybody has a nice cushy office with a sofa in it like you some of us have to go in the courtroom with uh defendants and argue with them and fight with them some of us have to go to the jail not everybody has it good arnold go ahead nancy i've been in all of those places also I know. I, I, you know, I, I'm sure all of us have. And I, I just to my point, though, some of these communities, the jail may be the only place that offers a job that may be enough pay and benefits. But that does not at all excuse, condone or make any sense out of someone who chooses to have a sexual relationship with someone convicted of these crimes. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
Guys, we are talking about a stunning turn of events at a, a high security lockup where 98% of the perps within that facility are registered sex offenders. How does this woman, this gorgeous woman, a mom of three, including young twins, embark on a sex relationship with a convicted double killer? You know, uh, back to you, lead news anchor WDBO, Ray Caputo joining us. Ray, sorry, as much as I want to hear the facts, I had to hear from a shrink because I'm having a hard time. Figuring out how you would jeopardize your life with your family to have sex with a double killer. But, Ray, let's go back to the actual facts. You said they formed a relationship. Hey, before you kick it off, Ray Caputo, take a listen to Tyler Hunt at Crime Online. McIntyre formed a relationship with Andrew Roberts after she was assigned to be his key worker. She claims she started a rapport with the convicted murderer in a bid to uncover intel on what was going on inside the prison. But that spiraled out of control pretty quickly. First, McIntyre did not reveal to her superiors that Roberts had an illegal cell phone. She gave him her number and sent him a photo of herself. The prison guard claimed it was so she could pass a test and show that she could be trusted. Then, the pair began regularly exchanging text messages. One message read, Today was real hot and risky, but I'm so needing you. Another message, I still keep remembering the first time you kissed me. A physical relationship began soon after. Okay, I'm just letting that soak in. I still remember the first time you kissed me. Okay, to Percy Pitzer, a special guest joining us. He has a 30-year career and the corrections facilities business, founder of Creative Corrections Education Foundation. Percy, how is it that, A, this happened? I mean, you know, I know even in our little Methodist church, before you become a Methodist pastor, you have to pass a psychological exam, which is why people like Jim Jones from Guyana got kicked out, couldn't join the the brethren uh my point is don't you have to take an exam of some sort before you become a prison warden and shouldn't somebody have noticed what was going on percy well it happens uh this is right, i'm wait, sorry well, percy. Wait, 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 i respect wait, wait. all of your information but it happens is um you know they make bumper stickers it says that minus the SH at the beginning, I don't really see that as an explanation of how it happened. Well, no, I'm not saying it's, it's an excuse. For example, I was walking down the corridor one day, and I see this female conversing with this inmate. And that's not un, unusual, but something triggered me. So I called that lady into the office, and she confessed to have a relationship with this inmate. And my question to her was, why? She said, well, when I go home, my husband's mean to me. When I come to the prison, all the inmates treat me nice. Now, is that an excuse? Uh, certainly not a valid excuse. But this inmate targeted this woman by saying that, uh, you know, I have information, uh, whether it's maybe on an escape plot or uh, introduction of contraband, but you are the only one that I trust. And it goes on from there. And then when he accomplishes what he wants to accomplish, then he's so proud. I mean, he, he's got a trophy, so he's got to tell somebody. And then that somebody will tell somebody else who will tell somebody else, and someone will report it to the administration. I mean, this lady is, is 
is guilty with no question about it. But, uh, you know, some of these inmates are pretty good at manipulation. I mean, that's why they're in prison. I'm also uh, curious as to how this went on for months and months and months without anyone detecting it. Percy Pitzer uh, with Creative Corrections Education Foundation, 30 years in the corrections business. How'd they pull that off? Well, he probably kept it to himself for a while, and then it got deeper and deeper, and he was so proud of himself that he just kind of put the word out to somebody else. And they always get caught, whether it's a week, a month, six months. I mean, someone eventually tells on them. You know, I really believe that she should not be treated any differently than a male prison guard who has sex with the female inmates, which is a crime, I might add. Back to you, Ray Caputo, WDBO. How long did this go on and how did they manage to pull it off? It went on for about four months and and, and you just heard it there. I mean, it, it, they got a cell phone, they're sneaking around, they're t- trying to keep the relationship under wraps, but in a jail and in a monitored environment like that, there's only so long that that can happen. But long story short is they were both, you know, creeping around. They were being secretive about this undercover relationship. But how, and this cell how phone much was able to facilitate it. I don't get how much they can really creep. There are no walls. You know, on TV where you see those jail bars, that's real. I mean, you can see into the cell. How in the world did they manage to have an illicit sex affair behind bars? Just bars. I've I've never been to jail, Nancy, and and I don't plan on ever going to jail, but... you know, when you got enough time on your hands, people make this happen. I mean, as difficult as it is to, to do things like this in jail, people still manage to do it all around the world. It doesn't matter what jail you're in. Guys, we are talking about a young woman who is a prison guard who has an illicit sex affair with a double killer. Take a listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com. Andrew Roberts is a convicted killer found guilty of the deaths of his wife, Louise Lum, and eight-month-old daughter, Tia, at their home. Roberts was just 22 at the time. He strangled both while high on a cocktail of drink and drugs. Roberts sprayed the victims' bodies with perfume and aftershave to mask the smell, and then left the residence to carry on partying. Authorities captured him five days later. He was sentenced to two life terms. Robert Crispin, former cop turned P.I., Crispin Special Investigations. You can find him at crispinsinvestigations.com. Robert, murder is bad enough, but of your young wife and the baby girl, then to just add insult to injury, thinking to spray perfume aftershave over their bodies so the stench of their decomp wouldn't tip people off a murder had taken place, that is depraved. That's just craziness. That's just behavior of someone who's not thinking straight, who kills his wife because he's high as can be, and at the last minute may think, how am I going to conceal this? Oh, my God, there's going to be an odor. I'm going to douse these bodies with some perfume. These people aren't thinking straight. These cocktails of drugs put you in a completely different hemisphere when it comes to behavior. To be able to kill your wife and your daughter is beyond comprehension, but that's what these drugs do. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, uh, this young woman, Lauren McIntyre, just 32 years old, now charged with felonies for a sex relationship with a double killer behind bars. You know, Dr. Angela Arnold, psychiatrist, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. One thing that I repeated at the beginning is that she, Lauren McIntyre, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, that, you know, Lady Justice is blindfolded for a reason. Yes. Doesn't matter what you look like, where you're from, uh, your ethnicity, your religion, your race, your gender, old, young. It does does not matter to Lady Justice. But many people marvel at why a beautiful, physically beautiful, with the stereotypical ideal of beauty, woman would be with a guy serving two life terms for murdering an infant girl and a defenseless woman. I mean, why? I mean, she could have had anybody with her looks. Why well, him? Well, apparently she did have somebody because she was married, right? Yeah. So she had a husband. She was having children. I am quite sure she was manipulated by this killer. No, there's no well, doubt about it. Wait, who's saying there's no doubt about it? Who is that? Uh, this is Percy. Uh, Percy Pitzer, you know how I feel about you and all of your experience. But it, she's the one with the duty. It's like she's the adult in the relationship. You could argue uh, sex victims manipulate the rapist into attacking them because they wore a short skirt or they wore a low-cut blouse. She had the duty well, not to do this. There's no excuse for what she did, but I'm saying that some of these inmates are very good at manipulation. I'm sure they all are. They all are because that's what they're in there for. Yeah. You know, Ashley Wilcott, uh, you're a judge, trial lawyer, anchor court TV. Pitzer is right. Uh, defendants can be very manipulative. Now, I, I think I've told you this story before, Ashley, so I'll try to be brief. I got assigned to a courtroom. It was one of 
It was the busiest trial court in the courthouse. They tried more cases per year than any other courtroom because of the judge who loved being on trial. So when you get assigned there, show up in your combat gear because you're going to be on trial every other week. Bam. End of story. Well, I showed up new in the courtroom and the defendants in a plea calendar saw that I was wearing a cross. Let's just say you have a trial calendar on Monday, on Thursday, you have a plea plea and arraignment calendar for anybody you're going to plead out. The next week for plea and arraignment, I would say seven or eight inmates showed back up in the courtroom with giant woven crosses made out of uh, knitting thread. Giant, like this big. And they'd come in at that time, I would have the negotiations with my investigator plus the defendant himself and his lawyer would sit down. I'd read the file. I'd give him an offer, take it, leave it, go to trial. Your pick. They all paraded in wearing giant crosses they had woven basically overnight out of thread to try to get to me and manipulate me. The first one that came in, it, it, it did get to me a little bit. I'm like, well, you know, maybe he's remorseful. The second one that came in, I knew. They had targeted me to manipulate me. It didn't take me that long, Ashley. You deal with convicts all the time, as have I. Weigh in on manipulation. Well, yeah, they can manipulate. Absolutely. That's how they've gotten to where they are sometimes. But I have to say this. Yeah, he's manipulative. Yes, she may have been manipulated. But to the extent that she was manipulated, it is hard for me to fathom. I just can't understand. Remember, Nancy... This man has been convicted of brutal crimes, and she is a mother. She's a mother of children, and yet she ends up having a sexual relationship with a man who killed his own child. That's past manipulation. That is, that is something that even though you're dealing with somebody who's exceedingly manipulative, you should, you should know better and know to stop and not do it in the first place. It's, it's beyond my, I can't fathom it. I just can't. You know, another issue, and I'm not sure exactly what they're talking about, but I think I know. According to all the accounts, Ray Caputo, everything our investigators have learned, she was specifically trained so this wouldn't happen, Ray. Specifically. Right, Nancy. But but also, you know, one thing I think we're missing here is what was going on in this woman's life at the time that this was happening. Now, she wait a minute. Why do you care? Do you ask that when a man rapes a woman? Gee, I wonder if he was sad that day. Don't care. (laughs) Why do I care? There's an important fact we haven't mentioned. Okay, I'm going to trust you. There's something important. There's a reason she was having sex with a double killer. Can't wait to hear this. Go ahead. She was having an affair previously with another prison guard, and and I don't know how that ended, but clearly there was some animosity because part of her relationship with this inmate was was getting him to beat up the the ex-boyfriend, the ex-prison guard boyfriend. So to me, there's some animosity in all this, and and maybe that she she, she, uh, embarked on this affair simply to make this other guy jealous. Okay, tell me the whole thing. I know that she convinced the inmate that she's having sex with uh, named Andrew Roberts to beat up another prison guard. Tell me the whole thing uh, with me, Ray Caputo, WDBO. Go ahead, Ray. 
Well, there was a cell phone that, that the inmate had had, which was illegal, and McIntyre knew about it. So as they're exchanging these text messages, she learns, and I don't know her role if she encouraged this, but she learned that the inmate lover was going to attack a fellow prison guard. And she did absolutely nothing about it. And sure enough, that happened. The prison guard got injured, uh, suffered a head injury. And, and I, you know, obviously, after the fact, we learned about the plot, which was part of the reason she got in trouble. But, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she seemed to know about it and had no problem with this, this cold-blooded killer attacking a guy that she formerly had a relationship with. Guys, take a listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com. McIntyre gave Roberts the phone number of a fellow prison officer, Samuel Laidler, whom she had previously been involved with. The pair intended to set Laidler up as the corrupt officer on the wing. Reports show McIntyre knew Roberts was planning to physically assault Laidler, but did not warn her fellow officer of imminent danger. Laidler was knocked unconscious in the attack and suffered severe head injuries. So everything you're saying is absolutely correct. Not only attacking the other prison guard, but setting him up as being a bad or dirty prison guard. Not only attacking him, but ruining his reputation and career. Do I have that right, Ray Caputo? Yeah, you absolutely do. It's, it's, it's pretty diabolical, Nancy. It doesn't matter if you're a prison guard or somebody on the outside. Getting someone to beat up your ex is, is, is not a good look. I mean, but not only that, to Dr. Angela Arnold, it's yes. one thing to take a, a knock on the head and pass out with a concussion, wake up. It's another thing when you wake up and your career is in shreds and your reputation has been ruined because you've been set up to look like the bad guy, the bad cop, the bad prison guard. Did you hear what uh, Tyler Hunt just said mm-hmm. when he was reporting that they intended to set up Laidler as a corrupt officer on the wing? So who's the manipulator, right? I mean, this woman... Nancy, that's why I said what I did at the very beginning. What? I am wondering why she chose a place like this to work. I do believe that there is that there is some very deep-seated personality disorder. Well, she that may be anti- true. That may be true, Dr. Angela, but having a personality disorder such as uh, a psychopath, um, um, I'm narcissistic. I'm uh, agoraphobic. I'm, that does no. not rise to insanity. I mean, well, Ashley Wilcott backed me up in our jurisprudence, which is common law, which was brought over from Great Britain. And we took some of their law to establish our law. We go by the old McNaughton rule, which is insanity is whether you know right from wrong at the time of the incident the fact that she was hiding and covering up the sex relationship shows she knows it was wrong oh i absolutely agree that is the definition by law and again we talked about this on another show it is exactly at the time that it's occurring it can be a split second just at that moment and so i agree with you that's evidence that she in fact knew exactly what she was doing from wrong. I see no evidence in any of the information that I've read or reviewed or seen or been told that she at all at any point in time didn't know right from wrong. Rather, she's made a conscious choice. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, a prison officer jailed after an affair with a killer who murdered their partner and baby daughter. But the twist here is the prison guard official is a woman, a 32-year-old beauty with three children and a husband waiting for her at home. And it gets worse. She reportedly tried to get the inmate she was sleeping with to help her set up another prison guard to make him look like the, quote, corrupt officer on the wing. With me, special guest Percy Pitzer, retired federal warden, 30 years in corrections, founder of Creative Corrections Education Foundation. Percy, what does that mean to be, I know what it means to be a bad cop. It can mean any number of things, but what is a corrupt prison guard? What What's an example of a corrupt prison guard? You're not out on the streets planting dope or uh, paying off snitches. Or What's a corrupt prison guard? Well, again, I mean, I, it's through manipulation. Uh, I had a c- case one time where an inmate come to me and said, so-and-so's bringing in contraband. And I knew so-and-so, and I no way in the world would I think this person would do that. <clears throat> and uh, so jokingly, I told the inmate, I said, well, bring me a Big Mac and I'll order a fries, and forgot about it. Two days later, he comes and lays a Big Mac and I'll order a fries on my desk. So, I mean, uh, and I don't agree with the lady that said. But what does that have to do with being corrupt? Where's the Big Mac fit into this scenario? Well, because the officer was, in fact, bringing in contraband. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. A Big Mac. Got it. All right. So I was thinking of something more nefarious than a Big Mac and an order of fries, which is really making me hungry right now. Um, A corrupt prison guard. Um, When I think of that, Robert Robert Crispin, PI, former cop turned special investigator. Crispin, uh, Percy Pitcher's right. What is a more concerning or nefarious example of a corrupt prison guard someone who's allowing weapons in someone who's allowing cell phones to get into these people to make contact to the outside world drugs to drugs contraband cell phones beating beating the inmates well uh, we catch new york 
through jailhouse informants. Yes. And uh, I was about to say for sex on inmates. And here you have the female prison guard engaging in sex with an inmate. Well, take a listen to uh, Olivia Dyer and Iona Stewart Richardson. Isle of Wight Radio News, a prison officer from Rye who had a sexual relationship with a convicted murderer has been jailed. Iona Stewart-Richardson reports. Mother of three, Lauren McIntyre, has been sentenced to three years in prison. She'll serve half behind bars and half on licence. The 32-year-old of St John's Wood Road appeared at the Isle of Wight Crown Court today, having previously pleaded guilty to four counts of misconduct in a public office. She admitted to willfully neglecting to perform her duty at HM Isle of White between November and December in 2018. Miss McIntyre had a relationship with Andrew Roberts, who was convicted of murdering his baby daughter and wife in 2003. And of course, she's not the first one to be lured into or initiate a sex relationship with an inmate. Take a listen to our friends at ABC 2020. Ricky Matt, the natural ladies' man, takes his relationship with Joyce Mitchell to another level. He gives Joyce some of his paintings similar to these celebrity portraits. Then he gives her something else. What was happening in that tailor shop? There's allegations of sexual contact. I can see how a, a, a friendship could um, evolve, but to go to the extent of having sexual contact uh, to me is unimaginable. Even more disturbing to visualize than a lockdown loving with these two, Wiley says Matt talks Mitchell into helping out with the budding escape plot. The three of them were going to run run off. Um, she was going to have a life with either Matt or Sweat and leave her family, leave her husband, leave her son. The deal was not something for nothing. Wiley claims in exchange for a fun-filled future on the run with convicted killers, Mitchell had to smuggle in the tools they'd need to escape. Yes, that's right. I'm sure you've all heard of Escape at Danamora. A 55-year-old tailor, Joyce Mitchell, was planning to leave her husband, if not more, and run off with two inmates that are in high-security lockdown, even helping them escape. Take a listen to Brian Todd. Inmate Eric Jensen worked at the Clinton Taylor shop with Joyce Mitchell and David Sweat. And tonight he drops a bombshell. Jensen says about four times a week, Mitchell and Sweat would disappear into a closet at the Taylor shop, sometimes for a half hour or 45 minutes. I believe they were getting it on. I believe they were getting it on in that back room. Mitchell's husband, Lyle, says she swore to him she never had sex with either inmate. But Jensen says Mitchell's interactions with Sweat suggested otherwise. Giggling like a schoolgirl, and not only that, it's actually like when, when like, you know, the superstar football player, he asked a girl out on a date or for the prom or something like that. Superstar football player asked somebody out to the prom? We're talking about convicted killers and female prison guards who in, engage in sex relationships with them. Not only that, back to you, Ray Caputo, Joyce Mitchell actually arranged having escape tools brought into the inmates in frozen hamburger meat. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely crazy because this is a woman who technically is in a position of power over these two guys, but 
that that role is reversed that that Richard Mack clearly had this sway over Joyce Mitchell because all the things when you look at hindsight what that woman was accused no, of doing none of it no sense. no Ray Caputo Ray would what? you say that if it were a male prison guard having sex with a female inmate and you're somehow saying oh the female inmate cast a charm on him and therefore he had sex with her this is very very clear she is in the fiduciary duty position it's her responsibility as a prison guard like a cop you don't suddenly get enticed to have sex with the perp in the back seat of your patrol car right I mean, Ashley, where am I failing in explaining this duty of the female prison guard? I think the duty of the female prison guard, first of all, is no different than it is for the duty of any prison guard. I don't care um, what anything they are. It's the same, whether they're male, female, uh, regardless of race, regardless of socioeconomic, anything. It's the same responsibility. It's the same duty. It's no Different. And another thing that I really have am compelled to point out, this happens all the time. It's not right. I'm not excusing it. But there are relationships between prison guards and prisoners all the time. Well, I've got to tell you something. Prison. Never once in all the years I prosecuted did I ever entertain a relationship with a defendant. And this went far beyond in Joyce Mitchell's case of just uh, – having sex take a listen to abc's 2020 our cut 10. he's a i'm sure once they realized that they could manipulate joyce into bringing in the tools um that was the first step what did she give them hacksaw blades drill bits a punch tool a couple pairs of eyeglasses that have lights on them she later then provided batteries for those lights but wiley claims she had help a guard on their unit named gene palmer who brought ground beef to the prisoners with the critical saw blades hidden inside. He was a cool officer down to earth. Um, I don't think he had anything, any, any knowledge about what was in that meat. Palmer says he had no idea, but admits he cut corners other times, helping Madden sweat in exchange for inside information on other prisoners. Now properly equipped, Wiley says sweat begins gnawing through the walls of prison. Incredible. Arranged hacksaw blades, punch tools, glasses with lights, handing them over to convicted killers. Okay, bottom line, Ray Caputo, what is Lauren McIntyre? What is her sentence? She's going to jail, I believe, for about three years, Nancy. And and that's painful because she's got four-month-old baby twins at home and another five-year-old child. That is a big part of those little kids' lives growing up without mom. But, But she's going to a prison that she was convicted in a court two miles away from the prison that that she was uh, accused of doing all this stuff. And it's just quite ironic that she's now finding herself on the other side of the law. I wonder how she's going to explain that to her children when they grow up and look up mommy on the Internet. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 